0: Thank you for tuning in to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. My name is Colin and I am usually your host. This is episode 50. It worked this time. The first edition of this episode did not work out so well. But I want to send a special thank you to Katie Merritt for attempting that first episode with me and I appreciate that. This episode was recorded with my good friend Callie. She was the host. I was the guest. And I answered all the questions that I could that were submitted. And you're going to learn a lot, I hope. This was fun to do. Thank you for tuning in if you've already listened to the podcast before. Because you've made it possible for me to make it this long. Because if no one was listening, I don't know if I would put out any more episodes, you know? If no one said, man, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. Keep keep doing what you're doing. I love it. I love hearing it. 2023, the podcast is not going anywhere. You can guarantee that. More episodes every Monday until I can't. And some other things as well, which I'll talk about on this episode. So without further ado, this is episode number 50 of the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. (music)
1: to the podcast, Colin. Yeah. Thanks for coming on here.
0: Yeah, no problem. It was pretty <laughs> difficult for me to not leave my house, so.
1: Yeah. And I'm Callie. Uh, I was asked by Colin um, to host and interview him for the second take. Second take. Of the 50th. 50. Five zero podcasts.
0: That's weird. And like 30 of them been this year.
1: That is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Very impressive to actually stay and stick with something, be consistent.
0: Yeah, consistency has been something I have struggled with for so long with everything in my life. Same. So, very much yeah.
1: same. I think a lot of us can relate with that. Um but then that's also gives hope that put your mind to something, do things even when you don't want to do them.
0: Yeah. The thing with the podcast is, I always want to do it. There's no doubt about that. There's some pressure, like that I had, you know, when I was about to release the fiftieth episode the first time, <laughs> where I was, I sat down, uh, I plugged in the, it was recorded on an SD card because I used my friend Ben Ben Woodfield, shout out Ben Woodfield for letting me use his equipment. Boop, boop. Before I had what I have now. And it recorded directly on an SD card. And I hadn't listened to it. Because, you know, everything sounded good while we were recording. You know, just like now. We were hearing each other. Everything was good. So I was like, everything's going to be fine. I'll just go in, listen to it, edit it. That's what I normally do. And I wish I would have listened to it earlier. But whatever. And I listened to it and I was like, uh, you can only hear... Her and you can hear me getting picked up on her microphone. So, like, it's like my microphone was useless. Damn. So, yeah. Very Uh, sad. But I was like, you know what? Instead of getting really upset about this, I went into straight, like, this is, it's Monday. I have to release an episode. So, I recorded literally like 10 minutes after that. I hit record and said, I'm doing a solo episode and just dumped. (laughs) everything i could and i even told my therapist today i was like you should probably listen to that episode you're gonna get out you're gonna get a lot of insight (laughs) on because she's a newer therapist oh i'm only seeing a newer therapist right now uh because of my budget because therapy is expensive yeah and i'm seeing them through my work through the employee assistance program so i'm getting six free sessions
1: that's fantastic so so the episode is like a look a peek into your diary
0: yeah exactly it's a nice it was just like a journal it was like journaling and talking directly to my audience like this is what i got going on i didn't even cover everything uh i listened to it and i was like Oh, I should have talked about this, but I did talk longer than I thought I would. I talked for almost 50 minutes. It was like 48 minutes or something, which usually like the other times I've tried to do a solo podcast, I'll get to 30 and I'm like, I got nothing. That's else. all
1: I got. Yeah. yeah. You must've needed to get it out.
0: I got into a zone too. I was like, act like you're talking, which I was, act like someone's here mm-hmm. or like, remember you're talking directly to someone. Mm-hmm. Cause otherwise like, it's weird cuz you're sitting there by yourself. yourself and you're just talking to yourself. It's like
1: I do that all the
0: time. Yeah, I do that anyway, but not for that long.
1: Yeah, that would be strange.
0: Yeah. I could have had Myrtle like sit on the she wouldn't sit still, but
1: Ah, <laughs> she wants to be a star so bad.
0: Yeah, we had to put my cat downstairs. She's uh Yeah, in her lair though. That she's got everything she needs down
1: there. Aww, precious baby. Yeah. Well, we can get into the best of these questions. Well, actually, I want to circle back to uh, how you dealt with Monday. That sounded like you skipped over a whole bunch of steps that I would normally take. Like Something failed, and then I would wallow in self-pity and um, be in a terrible mood for at least seven days straight before I got into the solutions. But it sounded like you jumped straight over that into the solutions. That's amazing.
0: I was really impressed with myself. For doing that because I don't know why I wasn't mad. I mean, I was upset, um, you know, but I didn't dwell in it at all because it was just like a huge success when it comes to acceptance. Mm. I just accepted literally like something I couldn't change. Mm. I not couldn't do anything there was nothing i could do i mean i sent like as a last ditch effort i sent you know the audio file to brian only because i talked to him about it and he's like let me look at it. i'm like dude it's <laughs> not gonna work <laughs> but you can try and don't waste too much time don't spend any money either because <laughs> he was about to buy some software <laughs> to try to make it yes. work i was like do not do that yeah. please
2: yeah
1: i talked him down
0: and i also don't know um I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole episode. So maybe, you know, uh, at the end of the day, maybe it wasn't meant to be the episode.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's what I was like, wow, like all that you like you tried. You tried.
0: I did. And I was like, I I laughed, actually. That is. I was like, of course. And then I just like laughed. I was like,
1: what an improvement. Yeah,
0: because. Yeah. It's not the most normal thing for me to react that way. Like, I wouldn't always react that way.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Perspective change.
0: Yeah, because...
1: And acceptance.
0: Yeah, acceptance is a big thing. Something I've really... Uh, one. Of, that's one of the questions about, like, what I've learned in 2022. I'll jump into that question only because I saw it already. Um, because it was posted on Facebook last night, and uh, my buddy Tommy said or asked, "What was something? I think you wrote it. I wrote it down earlier. Something I learned in twenty. What was the exact question?
1: What's the most important thing you learned in twenty twenty two from Tommy reigns
0: Yeah, and that's a heavy question because I learned a lot, but I would say since we're on the topic of acceptance, mm-hmm. that is. Definitely something I have been better at dealing with. Obviously, based on that situation, I'm doing things a little bit better as far as accepting things, like when things go wrong or things don't go the way I want them to. Uh, I was talking about it on, I did a couple lives last night, which I'm trying to do more Instagram lives and Facebook lives and stuff like that. People love that. I'm not to the point where I can do TikTok live yet. I need to get. I need something to pop off. Uh,
1: oh, go follow this man on TikTok.
0: Yeah, go follow the TikTok because I'm trying to post more on there. And uh, yeah. So I went live on Instagram with uh, with a therapist, a local therapist. Uh, he runs a. His name is. Zach Nielsen, and he runs a practice locally called Bloom Therapy, uh, where he works mainly with LGBTQ plus uh, individuals and couples. Uh, but I brought something up. We were talking about like making plans, and you know, like planning our futures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you probably heard this. It's a recovery phrase that I've heard a million times, uh, but, you know, some of them are true. Yeah. Most of them.
1: Painfully true.
0: Painfully true. You're like, damn it. (laughs) Uh, But if you want to make God laugh, make plans. Ah. That one. Yeah. Which is pretty true. Uh, Or over planning things. It's good to have goals, obviously, but Mm -hmm. like having detailed plans. Trying to
1: micromanage. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It the always. more you micromanage things, the more you're gonna be like disappointed.
1: Yeah. You go you gotta put in the work, but the outcome usually is out of our hands.
0: Yeah, exactly. How's how's the espresso? Is it good?
1: So good. So. Um it's so smooth. I yeah. was expecting a very bitter, like uh, um tasting. But no, this is absolutely delicious. Shout out to that brand from Iowa City. Yeah, what is the brand? Vienna or
0: uh I think it's Vienna. Vienna something.
1: Yeah, Vienna something. Going to run to Hy-Vee or Target.
0: Yeah, Hy-Vee, like that's where I've always bought it. It's right there. They have you know, they have the espresso bean. They have the yeah, I've been buying I've been getting really into the buying whole bean, grinding it up, doing the whole process. I like the process.
1: Yes. It is. It's like a, a therapy all in itself.
0: Yeah. The process of things, that's another thing that I, one of those little things that I enjoy a lot more than I used to.
1: Yeah. Enjoying the journey and not so much the outcome.
0: Exactly. Sometimes the outcome is not as good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's a huge, man, that's, I I feel like that's what life's all about. It's like not when you get there, it's how you get there and how much you enjoy getting there and. Yeah, being able to be in the moment. Stay in the moment and not fearing the future.
0: Yeah. Staying in the moment is very important and I have to bring myself back and that's where I'm trying to implement uh implement meditation. I think you've tried it before, or you still do it, or you've tried it before before. I know you've had experience with it.
1: I love meditation so much and is it
0: a part of your regular No. <laughs> okay.
1: No, nope, I have, I like even set up like a whole couch and like corner oh, that I okay. have my plants. And um, God, it's...
0: So you can be one with the oof, earth.
1: Yes. Um, but everything in my brain is like, nope, we don't want to do that. We would rather scroll TikTok or play video games or sleep or, 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 or um, anything else. But I literally would lo- like, I would become, I would love to become a master at...
0: oh it would be great
1: yeah but i also feel like it's definitely something that i can hide in from reality too like that's something it's like a form of escapism i would use it as a form of escapism um but what better form of escapism
0: you know yeah i feel like it's a healthy version of yeah like
1: (laughs) yeah i could probably turn it into something unhealthy but (laughs) i'm really good at that yeah Really good at that. But I need to like start again. It's a, it's a commitment. It's again, it's a, something, thing. it's a discipline. It's something that, and just, you know, something that's best. Well, whenever throughout the day, but I would prefer to like get up and start my day with it. And my mornings just don't, it's just a habit that I need to get back into. It's forming a, forming a habit again. Yep. So, but yeah, Love it. To death.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so many people have have talked to me about it. And I'm trying. I'm starting small. You know, a few minutes. Well,
1: and there's so many different practices, too. Yeah. And, um, and w- w- what one practice works for somebody, you know, something different would work for somebody else. And um, what I really enjoyed was this one, I forget... I think it's a, on an app, but they were like, don't mm-hmm. try to push everything out of your head. Instead, like, recognize it and let it just, like, drift away. Yeah. Which was a huge thing, because pushing everything out of my head was impossible. Yeah,
0: that's not a thing. Absolutely
1: impossible. And, like, trying to clear my head, it's just a huge undertaking um, when my mind's going 10,000 miles a minute regularly.
0: hmm But... Well, let's get into uh, some more questions. I could talk about meditation for a while Uh, because I've been trying to learn as much as possible.
1: We should do a
0: podcast on meditation. That would be cool.
1: Um, Okay. First question from Jacob Downey. Yeah. All right. Do you plan to keep the format steady?
0: The format for the podcast, obviously, is what he's talking about, I assume. And yes, uh, the format works. I get a lot of good feedback about the format because it's very loose. It's very conversational. And one thing that I was told yesterday was not only am I like, it's not just like a dry interview that I do. uh, I bring up things about me personally to relate to that person and, it's more engaging uh and i don't force it i don't force anything i don't try to you know create something just for clicks or sound bites or anything like that it's just i don't know it's just a way for me to it's almost therapeutic for my, it is therapeutic for me. So it's helpful for me. And I think it's helpful for the other person because, like, so many times after I've recorded a podcast, people are like, man, I'm so glad you have me on. I'm so glad I did this. And they actually mean it. They're not like, oh, you know, it's, you can tell like they were like, I needed to do this. Like,
1: sincerely.
0: Yeah. Cause so many people like, and sometimes it's the only time of the week where I have like a full conversation with somebody like, a full-on, like, cause I'm so busy with life and doing other things, or doing some isolating, and uh, I don't, I forget, I haven't even really talked, had, like, a full-on one-on-one conversation with somebody, like, besides, like, work, that doesn't really count, like, a genuine, like, conversation with somebody, and that grounds me, and it helps a lot, so, I'm not gonna fix what's not broken. So
1: that is um, The format staying the
0: same. The only thing that's gonna change is going to be for is going to be video implementation.
1: I love that idea.
0: Yeah. Which isn't gonna change the format itself. It's just yeah. gonna allow more people to access the podcast.
1: I'm definitely one where I need to hear and see, like be stimulated enough.
0: There's a lot of people like that and I get it. Yeah. Uh, It's just getting the right setup and then it's just, it's it's another thing I'm going to have to edit, but I think I'm going to do the video and sound in one. I have a friend that does video and he records the video and the sound all in one platform. Mm Mm-hmm. So that way he doesn't have to match up the sounds and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So
1: Pain in the butt.
0: Yeah. So that was what I was afraid of. And uh, where I was recording before, if I did video, I would have to do it that way. Um, And I did it like once or twice. And it it was a pain. Yeah. I ended up paying somebody to do it. Yeah. Like a friend of mine. Mm Mm-hmm. Luckily, like, he gave me a good deal, but, like, still, like, yeah, so doing it all in one, the video, and being able to have, like, clips, like, because I see clips on TikTok all the time of, that's how I, I don't listen to a lot of other podcasts because I'm too busy editing and listening to my own and recording my own, um, I, yeah, when I'm at the gym, I need music,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I need something to keep me going. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, yeah, I would just sit there on the bench, like listening to a podcast and yeah. not doing my workout
1: and definitely change the mood I've, I've, uh, watched well, at least on like the elliptical or
0: elliptical is a little, little different. i
1: watch YouTube videos for sure. Um, it helps it go by faster.
0: Yeah. Fondio yeah. It was
1: so amazing and oh. fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's way easier. Yeah. If you can find something to occupy your mind and not realizing you're even working out like yeah
2: that's,
0: um, nice. that's yeah it's great so yeah i usually yeah music and then i also will uh at planet fitness i entertain myself because i think the news is so stupid i sit between cnn and fox news See, and, I make fun of, and i make fun of the headlines
1: yeah i cannot
0: it's all a big joke to me it now.
1: enrages me
0: yeah i get that it oh, yeah. it it frustrates me too don't get me wrong, but I don't look at it the whole time. I'll just like glance up like oh c n n january sixth fox News joe biden, hunter Biden, and it's like oh. yeah, it's no. the same thing literally every time
1: yep yeah. yeah, well, they're all controlled by you know two yeah, two huge corporations It's not news, it's all commentary
0: no. and it's all opinions it's yeah, It's disgusting. a huge joke yeah. that's the only time i Watch any type of news, and it's not to get the news; it's just to be like.
1: I honestly don't know why they have the news on at the gym, anyways. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it might be fuel to like burn some yeah some anger, but I just.
0: I think it's, it's for, the, for the for the older crowd, maybe that <sighs> still like to consume their news that way. I don't know. I don't know
1: either. I do want to not to get off the subject, but I do want to circle back to. Um, you brought up it's so the only time during the week that you might have a full conversation with somebody mm-hmm. um, I think that's huge and it made me think of how many conversations am I having with people besides just like surface level
0: yeah like how you doing stuff. what's up
1: because yeah. it takes um, it takes a mental toll to and not necessarily in a bad way but it definitely takes more energy to dig in um, some real stuff
0: it's way easier to just text somebody too
1: oh yeah yeah, that's my preferred. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Method of contact, please don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> please, please no.
0: But sometimes a good phone call is nice, you know.
1: Yes. Yeah, my yeah, I'm wired to just be very afraid. I have uh in my phone like if I don't know the phone number it goes straight to voicemail.
0: Oh, yeah, that's like a very That's an implemented practice for me as well.
1: Yeah, no way. But yeah.
0: I get a lot of spam calls too, so. Mhm.
1: Yeah, but I love that and just um, putting that in the forefront of my mind about having more conversations with people. Yeah, it's something
0: I'm trying to implement as well and doing more reaching out. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm trying to do more in general, like just randomly, even if it is just texting somebody or just messaging somebody that I haven't talked to in a while. I'm like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Um, Simple things like that. Because I have some people that do that to me.
1: Yeah. I have been um, getting better at when I think about somebody than I, because I'm like, oh, I should text them and then I forget. So just doing it it right as you're thinking about them. Exactly. That's very helpful.
0: Not the, I should do that. I'll do it later. Yeah. That method does not work very well for either of us.
1: Nope. Very bad. Yeah. We're learning. Okay. We can go to Jake McDowell's question. Uh, what is the best advice you could give to someone who feels completely lost in their current life and status?
0: This is something that I have struggled with personally and kind of struggle with now because I'm at a point where I like my job. I like what I do. I like some of the people I work with. Most of the people I work with, actually, in my department, we're all pretty... Pretty cool with each other and work well together, especially remote, which is tricky. Mm. And but it's at the end of the day, it's a job. Mm-hmm. It It's, I guess, technically a career because it's a good job and it's something I moved up and, you know, gotten better at. And, you know, but at the end of the day, it's not something I want to do for the rest of my life. So, and I've realized that a lot lately,
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, especially getting into comedy and getting in, you know, really going hard on the podcast. And um, the thing about the podcast and comedy is it's not uh, sustainable income for me to live on. So... I need that nine to five. I need that paycheck, you know, mm-hmm. I need that money. Um, But my thing is, I've just been talking to a lot of different people about it. Um, About, you know, not knowing what I want to do. Cause I've also, I also have thoughts about wanting to go back to school. Um, And I had this weird feeling about school and, you know, going back and, it's just, uh, it's a battle. And it's something I know I want to do eventually. Um, I think. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, some days I'm like, I'm, this is something I'm going to do. But it's like what well, we we're talking about later. Like, I'll do it later.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to do it now.
1: Yeah, no. there's always time.
0: There is. But I also talked to a friend and a coworker and... She was like, what you're doing right now is important. Like you're reaching people because what I want to go back to school for, if I do go back to school, is to become a therapist. And I think uh obviously I from most people I've talked to, you know, obviously that's a good next step for me since I'm doing a mental health podcast, I'm talking to people I'm you know, relating to people.
1: You have firsthand experience.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of experience talking to people and engaging with people and relating to them. But I think that's good enough for now. And, like, getting better at that uh, and focusing on what you're doing now, like... Uh I know it's supposed to be an open ended question, but like if you have something that you're you know you're good at and that people enjoy and that people are giving you good feedback on, stick with that because even if it's not making you a ton of money right now or or in my sake, the podcast makes me like no money um the podcast itself, the Instagram pays me a little bit, but it's like a hundred bucks a month from reels views and stuff. If I get something that pops off, I'll, get, I'll make like a hundred, 150 bucks or something like nice. that. Yeah. So like, but I can't live off of that. Mm. Uh, so, but it's a long game. Like anything that is worth it takes time and it's stupid. It's such a cheesy saying, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Anything that's really worth it, takes time it takes effort but make sure you're putting your time and effort into something you really enjoy doing that you're passionate about before we get any further here i wanted to remind everyone that reviews on spotify and apple really help push this podcast and get it to more listeners so If you're listening and you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review. If you don't like the podcast, please talk to me in private or message me and let me know what I can do better. Or leave a negative review if you want to be that type of person. But do whatever you want. But thank you for tuning in either way. Back to the episode.
1: Also, I would like to – I heard something that – and this can relate to like going back to school or like making moves in your life. Like, and with my experience, like when it's supposed to happen, like it will, or like your Mm -hmm. current situation will get too uncomfortable where you have to make a change. Right. Yeah. Like if you're there, the universe is telling you, go this way, go this way, but you're not really feeling it. Like it will eventually you'll, you'll want to start making moves and it will, it will happen when it's supposed to.
0: Yeah. So I'd say stick with, do your best to stay motivated, even though when it's tough and keep that drive that you had, especially at the beginning of something, you know, you're passionate about. Like if you lost that, remember why you started. But yeah, if you're struggling with something, and you're feeling lost, I recommend, yeah, talking to other people, less isolation is possible. The le- I mean, obviously spending that alone time with yourself is important, but getting to a place where you do more things that make you uncomfortable, um, like talking to people, um, because some people, when they get into that space where they feel lost and... You know, don't know what to do with their life. Their first instinct, I know mine is, is to shut off the world, binge watch something, not leave my house, don't talk to anyone. And that is the worst thing that you can do.
1: But I love it so much. Oh,
0: yeah. It's easy.
1: <laughs> Even though it's like extremely painful and doesn't help.
0: No, and you know that. Yeah yeah and then it
1: might be a form of self-harm even
0: it is in a way it can be so yeah and reach out you know uh be like hey you want to go grab coffee or come pick me up or whatever we can drive around
1: come sit on my couch in a burrito with me
0: yeah whatever something simple yeah like do a do some house visits or have somebody come visit you another thing like i don't like ever have people over at my house that's another thing i noticed. like not that often anyway it's like why don't i do that like why don't i like have people over just to hang out like um because i used to do that but it used to involve drinking mm-hmm. and substances so yeah,
1: there's something to do
0: yeah it's like you can just have What's wrong with having somebody just come over and just having a conversation just like we're doing right now? I'll bring my Ouija
1: board over and we can summon some Uh, demons or something.
0: Oh, that'll get weird.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Real fast.
0: That'll get weird real (laughs) fast. I was thinking more of a board game, but you know. that is a
1: board game. It is a board game. Oh
0: yeah, that's true. From like
1: ages six and up or something. I think it says on the box.
0: Okay. it's an OG board. That's an old school board Mm -hmm. board game. That's like the original board Yeah. (laughs) Yep.
1: Absolutely. But I think um, this actually will fit into this, not the Ouija board, but what you were talking about will segue into this question down here from Katie Kaufman. Um, have you ever considered a career in mental health?
0: Yeah. And I think part of that was like doing like the influencer stuff. And I have considered it and I would like to. That's another goal for twenty twenty three, is to create more unique content. I would like to, you know, I'm doing comedy and I also do the mental health advocacy. Implementing that into one thing, or using utilizing both of those. Uh, so talking about mental health, but also talking about it in a relatable, funny way to get people engaged. And, um, also so people can relate to it. So it's not just boring. Like, um, I think sometimes me talking and like sharing like my views, my insights is interesting, but I think I can do it in a little bit better way and more often, obviously maybe creating a day to record a bunch of content and then have it saved. I know people who do that. I've come across people who do that, who like record a bunch of stuff all in one day, and then they schedule it out throughout the week.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great idea.
0: That sounds great. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's another thing when it comes – it's a discipline thing. But, yes, I would like to do that. uh, But the biggest thing is making it so I'm gaining – so I can afford to live on it. That's, that's the toughest part
1: that's interesting that you went there with it because what i was thinking was going back you going back to school and becoming a therapist but making a career her question was mainly health,
0: around yeah amount around the social media aspect of
1: no it. i love that i do i mean you can absolutely have a career in mental health and not be a therapist or yeah psychologist or whatever
0: yeah if the i mean if the If the podcast gets to a point where I can scale it and, you know, have people pay to sponsor it, which I'll be very selective about. I'm not going to just have any random sponsorship, but, you know, like, I know BetterHelp and, like, Talkspace and some of those other apps sponsor podcasts. Like, I would, you know, online therapy and uh, telehealth has helped me tremendously and i would like to have other people experience that as well who don't have the option to see a therapist in person or can't afford to or whatever
1: i would also like to bring up that i um go to therapy for free
0: yeah yeah how did you go about finding that resource
1: yeah so um it's the project of the quad cities uh it's downtown moline in illinois And yeah, they offer free health care. It's, um, it's depending on your income, income based. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was literally the only thing holding me back from going to therapy was how expensive it was. And I don't have insurance. So that was another insurance is a scam. Sorry, Colin. Um,
0: I don't sell it. (laughs) You don't have to apologize to me.
1: I just, I I don't want to get into that, but So yeah, they are a great resource not only for that, but they provide free STD STI um, scan or um, tests testing. testing. Mm -hmm. Somebody I know, um, they came to their door and brought the test to them. Whoa! Like they door to door, like very super convenient. They're great. Um, Love them. I will always praise them.
0: Are they? a national company or a national nonprofit or this is it?
1: I am not sure. I do know that the physician that's there um travels back and forth between here and I don't know if it's Iowa City or Cedar Rapids. So, um I know it's at least like regional. It might be a regional thing. Okay. But I'm sure I mean if the Quad Cities has it, then other oh, yeah. communities have something like it if not that but yeah, for free, like saving my life.
0: Um, How often do you
1: go? I've been going every two weeks.
0: Okay. Hour session?
1: Yep. Yep. Nice. And I love my therapist, love her to death. She's actually starting um, two new groups, one's for LGBTQ, like recovery. And one is... Like recovery
0: from addiction or just recovery? Recovery from... Trauma.
1: Ad- ad- yeah, addictions. Okay. Um, it's, it's more like an informational class, like going over all of the recovery options that there are out there. Got it. Yeah. Um, that's going to be bi-weekly. And then weekly is um, like a blah, 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 cognitive like emotional intelligence, like a deep dive into therapy. And that's the one that I signed up for because I would love to yeah. dive deep. Um, it seems like therapy on steroids and I'm here for it. Yeah. So that's starting January 10th. I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, for free. Just yeah. Using,
0: her. yeah. Utilizing free resources. Like I'm doing right now with like my work with the mm-hmm. employee assistance program. Yep. And I brought that up on other episodes before and it's a, thing because I work with benefits and I you know work with a lot of different companies benefits and the thing I see consistently no matter if you're signed up for health insurance through your company or whatever if you're even a par- part-time employee you more than likely have access to the employee assistance program which is a resource for for mental health it could be for financial situations Uh It's a variety. It's like family resources, but you can use it for free counseling and you can at least get your foot in the door and start counseling for free. I've seen anywhere from, it's usually three to six free counseling sessions that you get. And that could be all you need. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or it could at least get you started or get you a a foundation for where you need to go and what you need to do to better your mental health
1: absolutely
0: so definitely check that out talk to your hr benefits person if you have a job because and i don't even care what kind of job it is like if you have a job at a fast food restaurant you more than likely still have access to this like it doesn't matter like i've seen it everywhere
1: oh we have um something very similar yeah. or something exactly like that
0: yeah, yeah, you just happen to find another free resource, which works for you. Yep. yep.
1: Yep. And I love. All right. Let's move on to Katie Merritt's question.
0: Who is the original host that we tried to record. Of the 50th record. episode? Uh, so shout out, Katie. We tried. <laughs> uh, I appreciate her taking the time to record. But she, we're, we're still going to use her questions because uh, that would be disrespectful if we didn't. She had some good questions. Super so. disrespectful. Super disrespectful. We are not
1: about that. We're
0: not about that live. <laughs> so, yeah, let's start with Katie's question.
1: Okay. Um, so, Katie's first question is, what's next? And I'm also very excited to hear that. Like, what's 2023 look like?
0: Uh. So, for the podcast, uh, I've kind of gone over the, yeah, we're going to do the video. I say we, but it's me. I'm going to do the video and I'm going to implement that. And yeah, video and also doing more uh, engaging stuff on social media, like different content ideas and also lives, which I can do on Instagram and Facebook now, TikTok. I'm creeping my way up to a thousand so I could get that privilege or access to do lives there. So, doing that, getting more engaging with my followers and listeners, and continuing the month, the the weekly podcast on Mondays as much as I can. I think I can do it, especially now that I'm home and recording at home. I had to work with uh, multiple different schedules when recording at the studio that was Mm -hmm. one drawback of that was i had to work with you know their schedule my schedule and the guest schedule so that was complicated a
1: lot of balls in the air
0: too many balls
1: too many balls when do you hear that
0: yeah so that is one big thing yeah and just keeping the momentum going
1: we love to see it. Um, what about for you? And just like your life apart from that in twenty twenty three, what what are we gonna see then? Me there?
0: personally, a uh, couple things. One thing that I'm going to that I really I talked about. I had a therapy session earlier, which is which is funny. Um, mm-hmm. it was good prep. Uh, and we talked about my confidence level and basically my self-esteem and like my belief in myself, you know, that I'm good enough, that I'm doing good enough, that I'm doing enough and accepting myself more. We talked about acceptance earlier. Like Mm -hmm. that is the hardest thing for me to accept is like that I'm doing good enough, that I'm doing enough. So working on that, building my confidence, and also continuing to get out of my comfort zone uh, in a good way, obviously, with a couple different things. With comedy, it's one thing I've noticed with comedy, and I'm still new to it, it's like a learning thing with anything, you know, the more you do it, the more you learn, and the, you know, the better you get, and I've telling I've, I've been tell Ugh. I've been able to see that I'm getting better cuz I record a lot of my stuff. But I notice a few different things and I've had some feedback from some friends and people who have watched my stuff or people on YouTube who aren't afraid to tell me how they really feel. <laughs> um which is fine. Uh I'll accept all feedback. All, fe- all yeah. feedback and it's it's been constructive. It hasn't been like hateful like you suck. <laughs> uh like thanks that does a lot. Um <laughs> No, most people have been like, hey, this is a really good joke, but you could have told it with a little bit more like I'm a little bit too dead. I've been a little bit too deadpan um, because I'm so focused on remembering the joke that I don't think about enough about the delivery and how I'm saying it. Mm -hmm. And um, so bringing more energy to the stage, I'm not going to be like, you know, like super animated or anything like that, but just bring a little bit more energy and um bringing that confidence on the stage and just being more confident in general uh and trying to implement that not only on comedy and life and work but also in dating that is Ah. that is a big one because i'm trying to stay off of dating apps because i realize they're not for me uh I could be wrong, but for now they're not something I want to participate in because I wasted a lot of time on dating apps. Yeah. I want to and I had a conversation with my therapist earlier about this. Uh I want to meet and interact and engage with more women out in the wild. Like in, out, the, natural in the natural setting. In the natural setting. And you know, spark up conversations randomly. It could be, you know, like in line at the grocery store, or whatever. Like, I had an instance last night where I had an opportunity, and I didn't take it. Uh, and I was I was at the gas station, and uh, I was just getting a couple of things getting using the ATM, and as I pulled up. I see, I, walk, I get out of my car, I immediately see this very attractive girl pull up right after me. And uh, it was time, I thought she was going to get out of her car and I thought I was going to be able to hold the door for her. I thought it was going to be timed well, but <laughs> I, it, didn't, it didn't work out that way. It
1: wasn't meant to be. That
0: was, that. That's not the whole thing though. Oh. What happened was I went in there, I used the ATM and um, I kept an eye out for her. And I noticed that, um, so as I was uh, looking around, I went to the cooler to get a couple of uh, energy drinks, which I'm trying not to drink as much. Um, Mm -hmm. My psychiatrist warned me about that, Mm -hmm. Um, over-caffeinating myself. Mm -hmm. Very difficult thing to do. Not to do. Yeah, not to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Anyway, so I was like looking for what drink I was gonna buy because I kind of switch it up, and she walked right by. She walked right past me, and could have tripped her. I could have tripped her, and could,
1: then caught her.
0: I could have done an old school <laughs> <laughs> trip, caught her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually uh, replayed it in my head shortly after because obviously I didn't say anything or even look at her <laughs> or make any eye contact. Um but she definitely we definitely noticed each other when she pulled up. Uh and I don't know, I felt something. I was like, I need to say something to her. And then I just didn't. Hmm. And then as I was driving home, I I briefly got upset with myself. Like not so upset, like where I was like beating myself over it up up over it. But I kind of laughed and I was like. And I hit the steering wheel. I was like, "Ah." I was like, damn, that was that was a perfect opportunity, and you blew that opportunity. That was it. You've been thinking about this, and yeah, I was like,
1: so maybe if you had something like prepared,
0: I do now.
1: You do. What is it?
0: You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. So. Feel free to try to use this, fellas, (laughs) Uh, or anyone, I guess. So I thought of something, and I was like, part of it's generic, but part of it's original. So I was going to say, I thought about it later. I was like, you could say, hey, do I know you from somewhere? You know, that classic Uh. line. But the twist is I could have said, Oh no, I don't know you from somewhere, but I want to know you. Or I want to get to know you or something like that. Like I haven't, you know, completely uh made it perfect, but it's interesting and creative and I don't know if it'll work, whatever. I haven't tried it, so I have no idea.
1: It is interesting.
0: It is interesting. It is Bad
1: interesting Well, so
0: what's a so so what would be a better way? It just
1: it just comes off as definitely a pickup line.
0: Well, yeah, that was the goal. Which,
1: like, like corny pickup lines, sure, maybe sometimes in the right um, circumstance, but something that would work, I think, better on me, anyways. Well, like, and I do this a lot with um, uh, the ladies um, because I love women um so anytime it's like oh my god i love your shirt oh i love your oh, earrings okay. oh i love your hair just like shower with comp well just like one would be fine just shower not, with not a, a simple
0: not you're beautiful not no, that just be like, like oh my god like a specific shoes. thing
1: um yes or your you know um whatever just something a compliment would open up a compliment it should be like oh my god thanks i got it up Walmart, Target, yeah. um, and then I love Target. We should go there together sometime, <laughs> something, something like that. We should go um, shopping together. Yeah, I'll buy you all of the things. Um, oh, nah, I, I can't. Afford but that's that. just me. That's just me. Yeah, could be different for everybody.
0: I, I feel like that's not too aggressive, though. No. Um, and that's... Oh, yeah, you I make want...
1: somebody smile, if anyth- if nothing else. Because
0: it's cheesy and funny at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you have, if you do... Um, I'll let use you know. Yeah, keep me posted.
0: I will uh, let everyone know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> so, it's something I thought of after the fact, of course. Okay. You could have said this or at least said something. Yeah. It's like shower at least said hi. Yeah. Or hello or something. Yeah.
1: Yes, that would be, that would be nice.
0: Yeah.
1: Hi. Yeah. Yeah, Just
0: some people in my therapist was like, she would probably just be happy that you noticed her and that you, you know, said hi to her and acknowledged her presence or that you appreciated her presence Mm -hmm. in general.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: If nothing, you know, if nothing comes out of it.
1: I know when I'm like in a gas station or especially like at Walmart or whatever, I'm like eyes down wanting to get in and out as yeah, fast as possible. Or like true. I'm on a different planet, like yeah. not, not there. Um, uh, what not, but um, yeah, I don't know. But okay. So um, Katie's second question. What are things that you took from your childhood into adulthood? Um, things you learned.
0: The things I learned. Yes. Uh humility is what I've learned the most. I remember her asking this question. I remember her specifically not specifically what I said, but I did say humility, and that is true. Um I come from a humble family who they do a lot of stuff for people and they don't nobody knows it and they don't want anyone to know it. Hmm. Uh like I heard a story about my uncle the other day like for example he noticed he was out at a restaurant and um, he didn't tell me this story. My aunt did. He wouldn't tell me this story because that would be,
1: yeah, not humble of him, right?
0: Um. So he was at a restaurant. There was a server. She was having issues with her car. I think he might have overheard it, or I doubt the server was like, "Hey, I'm a- <laughs> yeah. what
1: can I get you? What to can eat? I get my, at- car. my car is
0: messed up." <laughs> So tip well. Um, but no, he overheard that, I think. And he tipped her, like, really, really well. Like,
1: We love to see it.
0: And also another thing is, like, to treat people, you know, the whole treat people how you want to be treated. But, like, a caveat to that is just treat people with respect and as another human being. Uh, it sounds really easy, but a lot of people don't understand that anymore. Um not a lot, but enough where it's noticeable. So, like, you know, one thing I learned was, like, titles don't mean shit. Like, I could, like, at my job, I'll talk to a, I could talk to a CFO next call. I don't take calls back to back like I used to, but when I was taking calls back to back, I could talk to a CFO of a company on one call Next call, I could talk to somebody that works on the production line in the in the warehouse.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And th- those conversations are going to be... I try to make those conversations exactly the same. Mm. And just... Yeah, people are at different spots in their life. And meeting people where they're at. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've... And just being able... And also my another thing that I've implemented or brought... Into, my, into adulthood is the ability to laugh and not take yourself so seriously mm. my family's always been good at that <laughs> <laughs> both sides mm. and I realized that the, um, the other day we had my dad just turned 60 so happy birthday Happy to him.
2: birthday, dad. yeah
0: and we did a family dinner uh, with both sides of the family um, I mean obviously not everybody can make it Uh, Because it was on a Wednesday night, but it was cool. Like, I was like, I had like an aha moment, like a true aha moment where I was like, this is why I'm able to like tell jokes. Like, all these people are so funny and like goofy in like their own little way. (laughs) And like, and I know where I get the like the dry humor from too. Like, my grandpa was like, the king of... He always had something. He always had a one-liner in the chamber ready to go. I love that. Um, it wasn't always appropriate, but it, it was like he always had something. And uh yeah, I grew up with a lot of uh, a very family-oriented family, like the... Family events are very important. And that's something I've realized is important to me as well. For a while I was like, I gotta go to this family function. Oh but I'm so lucky to have family that I get along with. Like there's um you know, a lot of people out there who they don't have anybody or they have family that they don't want to be a part of and um yep you know i don't agree with a lot of my family members on stuff like there's stuff i don't just don't talk about you know i don't bring that up because i know it's just going to cause an argument i've learned that but overall like we can sit around and be civil which is uh which i don't want to take for granted and i did for a while so There's a lot of things um, surprisingly that I brought from my childhood and implemented and learned and had to learn again.
1: But that's so interesting because um, I don't think that when I first saw this question, I'm like, what is she at? Like your traumas like that.
0: Your first thing was trauma. the, The,
1: the, the idea of, of Bringing anything positive from my childhood has never crossed my mind. Never.
0: It was an interesting question. I've never been asked that.
1: I am seriously going to have to sit down and think because there has to be something.
0: There has to be something.
1: And, um, but yeah. I was. Where do like, you think you get
0: your personality from? You can't just like, you didn't just create.
1: No, but I don't even like, I'm still trying to find out who I am and like yeah. what my actual personality is and what is masking and what, you know, oh, yeah. all of the, all of the things, like who knows? And I, I don't know. I don't know. That's going to be something deep that I'm going to have to go into my therapist about. But yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Some advice for the holiday or winter season for us, messy depressies.
0: Ooh. Uh... W- Easy, easy thing. Vitamin D.
1: Mm. Don't you need another vitamin to absorb vitamin D? I feel like, I feel like it's something I don't know.
0: Vitamin D deficiency is very common,
1: and it takes a while to build up in your system too. I think I've heard.
0: I actually take a. People think it's absurd, but it is a thing. I actually get prescribed vitamin D, where I take one dose of vitamin d a month because your brain like stores it mm-hmm. and uses it when it needs it
1: i think my son was doing the same thing yeah mm-hmm.
0: way easier than taking it every day
1: yeah yeah
0: so that is one thing uh not being afraid i know some people are very like against medication and stuff like that not being afraid to at least try it for a little while and giving it enough time to see mm-hmm. if it works. Mm,
1: being patient.
0: Being patient because Ugh. yeah, patience is a big thing. And realizing that being stuck in the feeling that the feelings that you have that they aren't gonna last forever.
1: Yeah, even though in them they seem you feel, like never ending. Like endless. I've always felt this way. I'll always feel this way.
0: Yep. It's not true.
1: No. Our brains lie to us so much. Why do you think that is? I don't
0: know. I. It's
1: like they're out to get us. Literally. Dude, you're me. What do you mean? You're. you're what?
0: Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Because obviously, when we were just like. uh, Just like primates or whatever, we you know, however, however you want to look at how we started, we were just like. All we cared about was food water and shelter
1: and banging to make more yeah more, more and
0: more. reproducing yeah and that was it and then we got all this stuff <laughs> and complicated everything and yeah.
1: it's like those dogs that you see that have become like they have the buttons and so they learn and have you seen though have you heard about this Mm. like bunny is a famous dog um and they put conversation buttons so she like when she wants water she presses the water button when she wants food she presses the food button and they've gotten so many buttons where she can literally like tell you how she's feeling now she's depressed because she's like more sentient and more aware (sighs) yeah that's happening
0: yeah awareness is like a double-edged sword
1: yeah yeah poor bunny Ugh. very sad <laughs> i have not got my dog any buttons <laughs>
0: yeah don't
1: uh-uh, i don't think so
0: being being uh being ignorance is bliss it, yes it really is for sure it really for is true sure. like it's another saying that makes sense God, uh that was another reason and i've learned that like you know from i don't know if it's directly from working steps and recovery program and, or just like Being more aware in general is one of the main reasons I abused substances was to dumb myself down. Mm. So I didn't have to think Mm. more and that I could, you know.
1: Yeah, thoughts and feelings hurt.
0: Relate more to normal people. um, (laughs) Or as my friend calls them, sheeple. Sheeple. and, uh, yeah. And that's very true. Like, sometimes, like, I don't really want to use substances anymore, which is good. Uh, and it took a while for me for that desire to go away. But sometimes I wish, like, oh man, I wish I could just, like, when you were talking about meditating, just escape mm-hmm. or, I wish I could just dumb myself down, like, and stop thinking so much. Yeah, and live in the moment.
1: Yep. God, that'd be great. I know. I'm almost like looking forward to uh, living in a nursing home and being completely stuffed with medication, and <laughs> just left alone. Just left like alone, I yeah. fantasize about that often.
0: Or just go and like take a vacation to the psych ward.
1: Oh God, yeah. Why does that sound like a vacation? Like, I don't... I don't know, but I... It's like, this is why I know I'm broken. It's because... no, I don't think normal people think about those things. No. I mean, Girl Interrupted was a movie, and a lot of people liked it. But that doesn't mean, like, a lot of people wanted to be those characters.
0: I haven't seen that, but I've heard it's good.
1: Very good. Highly recommend.
0: I've been... I haven't been watching a lot of movies or shows, like... I jumped back into The Sopranos because I need to finish it for closure. Because <laughs> um, I was like binge watching it for a while and I got to the last season. I for some reason stopped and got distracted and then I'm trying to watch it again
2: yeah.
0: or finish the rest of it. Um, but I didn't watch it when it came out. Well, I was also only like nine years old when it came out. So Yeah,
1: yeah it's a pretty old show.
0: Still holds up though.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, Okay, I want to know, this is a question from me, and what is your favorite thing that you learned uh, while doing this podcast and interviewing other people?
0: How much it would benefit me and other people? Hmm. Uh, Just the amount of times people have told me, you know, I really like what you're doing. I listened to this podcast. It was so relatable and thank you for doing what you're doing. And just like the impact that it's had has been awesome and it keeps me driven to continue to do it because sometimes I need that extra drive, that extra push. Motivation. That extra motivation. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Well, great. Love to hear it. Um, So these questions are from Christina Farrell and husband
0: Brian Farrell
1: Brian Farrell Uh, first one what is your favorite aspect of doing comedy as far as so there's all sorts of different things all sorts of different
0: hats like yeah she was talking about like hosting um, putting on shows featuring all that good stuff. I would say right now, my favorite thing to do is do like guest spots, which guest spots are usually like you do like five, 10 minutes. That's like my sweet spot right now because I have enough material, enough solid material to do that amount of time. Uh, The most I've done is like 12 minutes. And uh, that's like my peak. That's like the most I have right now. And I know my limit. And if somebody were to ask me, like, hey, can you... somebody did actually ask me, uh, it was for a recovery event, they asked me to do 30 minutes, and I was like, you got to be... <laughs> you have no idea. Like,
1: That's a long time.
0: That's a long time. Yeah. Especially a lot of my jokes are not, like, long jokes. Like, there's not, like, a huge story behind it. They're mostly... Um, not necessarily one liners, but there's just like a couple liners, like that's a lot to remember. Yeah. And so, yeah, I ended up doing like maybe 15 minutes of comedy tops, but I used notes and stuff. So I cheated a little bit hmm. and a lot more comedians have a cheat sheet than you think. They hide it pretty well. That's what this stools for.
1: Ah, interesting. Yeah. That's good to know, you sneaky little bastards.
0: Yeah, because think about it, like some of those guys do like an hour.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Yeah.
0: Realistically, how could you do an hour? No. no. And there's some people that, yeah, they can do an hour and they don't need any notes but they they've been doing it down. for like 20 years. Sure. I've been doing it for like 18, 19 months or or 20 months or something like that.
1: I've got to watch you grow through it and it's been it's been real cool.
0: Yeah, cuz it started out like uh let's try this. Let's see if I like it. And at first I was like, I don't know. And then once I started getting more into it and going to more open mics and meeting more people, it's been like another it's like another fellowship which shout out Leslie Mitchell, she's one of my in the fellowship of comedians she really likes that word so i'm glad i used it uh but yeah like the friends that i've made and the people that i've met it's been like it's a whole new group of goofballs that i didn't know community. i needed in my life yeah the community has yeah. been awesome
1: i love that um so guest spotting is your favorite yeah and does the thought of headlining a show keep you motivated
0: that's not what keeps me motivated, which is surprising. I would love to be th- Yeah, I everyone wants to get to that point. I think, for most comedians. But I'm very comfortable where I'm at right now. I've talked to a lot of comedians or I know a lot of comedians who have started around the same time I do. I did and or even after I did, who are like, Why am I not at this point yet, why am I not getting booked on these shows yet? And I'm like, this is a long game. Mm. This is not like, you know, some of us are doing stuff that like the comedians that we look up to, like in the community, it took them like five or six years before they were doing shows this consistently. Like be grateful for the shows that you are on.
1: Yeah.
0: And like, I'm finally going to be on a show and like officially be on a show in another city, which is huge to me and and Iowa city, which is awesome. And that just came from randomly. I was like, you know what? I haven't done an open mic in Iowa city since I started. I'm going to drive up there. I asked some people if they wanted to go. Nobody wanted to go. And I was like, I'm still going. <laughs> and um, I don't even think I did that well. Um, it was a younger college crowd. And my stuff's kind of like, I'd realized like, oh, not I'm for old. That crowd. <laughs> yeah. I'm old. Old as fuck. I'm talking about like, you know, like dating in my 30s and you know like
1: I hate when you're reminded like, of your age. I
0: was like, oh shit. That's the I worst. need more TikTok jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did have one, but and but I got to like talk to some of the comedians in Iowa City and um network a little bit and that's how i got on this show in next month so
1: that's fantastic
0: and um you know i had I'd met the you know the, the guy that's hosting it carson tuttle and i'd met him before like it's not the first time i met him before but i think he appreciated me showing up and he was like oh this guy is you know serious like he wants mm-hmm. to do more stuff and i'm like, um. So I'm really grateful for that opportunity. That's um, another thing I'm trying to implement in 2023 is uh, preparing a little bit more for my shows, um, practicing more, not just doing open mics for practice, but practicing at home, like whether it's front of the mirror, or just recording myself. But yeah, headlining is cool, but what keeps me motivated it's just getting better and just sharpening my craft, basically.
1: Yeah, and getting to see that outcome of putting in all the hard work.
0: Yeah. Headlining is cool and it's definitely a goal. It's not what keeps me motivated, which is weird.
1: Yeah. I think everybody's motives are different. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair.
0: Yeah. Eventually getting there, it's like I'll get there when I get there.
1: Yeah. Acceptance.
0: Acceptance, that's exactly. Nice.
1: Okay, is comedy therapeutic? And how would it affect you if you didn't have this outlet?
0: So comedy... I didn't go into it like I want to do this as an outlet. I went into it as a challenge to myself. So I guess a little bit. Uh, Because I was scared of it. It was a fear. You know? It's very... (laughs) nerve-wracking getting on stage and looking at a crowd and your job is to make them laugh and they're just like looking at you like, make me laugh. it
1: is that's like nightmare fuel for me. No way. It is. No way.
0: It sounds insane.
1: It is insane.
0: It is. But once you get that first laugh, you're just like, it's just like, euphoric Hmm. um and getting off stage after like having a really good set and getting a lot of good laughs it's just like it's like this crazy high that you like like you can't recreate
1: interesting
0: and that's not what i do it for i don't do it for the high um it's a nice bonus like my attic brain isn't in there like oh, do this for the for the endorphins and all that stuff and that is nice but the ability to be able to make people laugh is awesome and it has gotten therapeutic Uh 'cause cuz there's times where like I haven't been in an open mic in a while I haven't gone on stage in a while I need to get up there mm-hmm. I need to vent <laughs> I need
2: mm-hmm.
0: to I need to talk about what's going on you know mm-hmm. And yeah, it has been therapeutic, but it didn't start out that way. It started out as just a challenge to me, which I guess fear running my life has been something I talked about. I talk about a lot in therapy. And so, yeah, it is therapeutic for me and for a lot of people. And where would I be without it? I don't know. I wouldn't be I probably wouldn't be doing the podcast as much. It got me back at doing episodes again mm. because I had a l- endless amount of guests. It seemed like because I was meeting all these comedians and they all had, you know, there's a reason they're comedians, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so they had plenty to talk about. Love that. And I haven't had any comedian be like, I've had one that didn't want to do the podcast. Otherwise, they're like.
1: Let me on the podcast. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, they're asking me to be on the podcast. Yes. So like, yeah.
1: I have so much to tell you. I have so much to talk.
0: About. Yeah. Give me attention. Yes.
1: Um. Well, that um brings up a, a different question from Andy McGraw. I think is this one.
2: Ah, uh, Andy. Um,
1: oh yeah. So this is the second part of his question. But how do you determine which mental, um. Mental illnesses you discuss on your podcast.
0: So it's usually the guest. I mean, it's it's always the guest and what they want to talk about and what they're comfortable talking about it about. I usually have a quick conversation. It can be right before. It can be in, farther in advance. It'd be like, there's something in particular you want to talk about, uh diagnosis or... Something you're going through or something you've gone through.
1: A little preparation.
2: Yeah.
0: I try not to get over, you know, prepped though. Because then it, then it sounds scripted. And mm-hmm. I don't want to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, it's really up to the guest and what they want to talk about. What they have experienced. And we go from there.
1: I think that's a great way to do it too. Yeah leaves it more open and less controlled
0: and there's been a couple where i've been like this person specializes in this and this person openly talks about this on social media so it's like so i
1: you know i
0: bring them on for that because they're already talking about it anyway
1: oh um so andy's uh the first part of his question was uh what's a favorite your favorite episode you've done
0: Yeah, which is a bold question because he wants me to say the episode (laughs) with him, which I did enjoy that episode and recording that episode and getting to know Andy. Uh, I would say I don't have one in particular. There's been a few that have been like this. I'm really glad I did this. Um. One of them was recent, um, very recent, the Lori Hopper episode. Uh, she is a, me, she calls herself a mental fitness coach. She's went through a lot of coaching and a lot of hours and put a lot of time into it. And some of the things that we talked about, uh, that she talked about, she was a guy. She was just an awesome guest because she made my job so much easier because all I had to do was chime in every once in a while she just went off
1: that's amazing,
0: very and helpful, very helpful and it wasn't she wasn't just babbling either, like everything was just like she was on point mm. um and that was awesome, and just dropped a lot of gems, and I really recommend anyone listening to that episode. Um, a lot of the episodes like that I've had with people that I are, that I don't interact with like on a regular basis, they become part of my, they become friends. Mm. Um, so I've turned some of these episodes that I've, you know, recorded with people, um, has turned into a friendship, which has been awesome. Uh, one of those was with Katie Miller. I know you wanted to shout out Lily and Pine.
1: Yes. She is the last of our questions, by the way, and I could not wait to bring her up.
0: Yeah, she has some questions for us as well.
1: Love her. Love you.
0: She is such a, she's been such an awesome, like, cheerleader and supporter. Um, Just
1: a magical person,
0: I would say. Yeah. Her energy is just awesome. Yes. And uh, when you were talking about, like, creating uh like toothpaste and stuff so like and or you're um it's like don't give katie any more ideas because she <laughs> will literally if you tell her hey if you challenge her and be like hey create a toothpaste for me she will try to do it like she says people like ask her all kinds of stuff and she'll oh. be like yeah yeah
1: because like vegan products and oh yeah all of that
0: she yeah yeah she's all about the less um
1: less waste
0: yeah less waste less you know chemicals all natural uh we're about, here for it all about that organic stuff yes and um she continues to evolve and you're gonna see a lot of cool things happening with lillian pine I, I'll, I'll say that with yeah. the, in the next probably six months
1: highly recommend going to check them out
0: yep they have an online store uh just lillianpine.com um but, yeah, we can get into her questions now. Yes.
1: So she's asking, what is your most current mental health challenge you are working on?
0: Getting out of bed.
1: <sighs> That's In- a very hard one.
0: <laughs> yes. Getting out of bed right away. Oh. Uh, I couldn't tell you the last time, and I said that on my solo podcast, the last time I got out of bed, like, right away. Like, just, like, first alarm. <laughs> Got up. Yeah, that's laughable, right? Yeah. Cause you can relate to that. And I wanna be able to be a person that has I think we talked about this earlier before recording it, and or you brought it up about having a morning routine. I would love to have a morning routine. Yes. Instead of flying by the sea in my pants and like <laughs> I gotta get up. It's gotta just like do this.
1: instant chaos. How you start? Yeah, You're
0: starting your. My friend Grace told me this a long time ago, and she's like, "You're starting your day off anxious. Mm. You're setting yourself up."
1: But I just wake up anxious, like on level. Yeah, two.
0: yeah. I, I don't necessarily wake up anxious. I can wake up depressed. Um, it could be both, or you know, it's a yeah. combination of both. They both like combined forces to. Like we were talking about earlier, like, just like, why are you trying to sabotage everything? Like
1: Literally, dude, come on. Yeah. Get on my, get on my team.
0: Yeah. Let's be on the same team, other part of me that wants to be an asshole. Shit. So, yeah, getting out of bed. I in, love that. Implementing a morning routine. And also another thing is that I've been getting better at. Is not necessarily just being on time for things, but being early for things.
2: Ooh. <sighs> very
0: hard. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. Uh, but I've realized that it's kind of a you know, I need to respect people's time a little bit more.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's I got to look at it that way. If I look at it that way, and because it's one thing to you know ruin my day it's one thing to ruin my day but to ruin someone else's day or to mess with someone else's day that's different if i look at it that way
1: yeah that's fair
0: then i might then it'll give you more motivation to change which is terrible to think about it that way because i should be doing it for myself no but no but that extra motivation helps so yeah like the other day i I, challenges challenges like the other day for my the like the family dinner. I was the first one there. There was <laughs> like tw- 15 20 people.
1: How early did you get there?
0: Uh well, my mom told me to get there early anyway because they wanted to do pictures before they actually had the dinner. Um she told me to get there like at 5:30. I was there at 5:25.
1: Damn. And what time was dinner? 6. Damn yeah it's very impressive and it's like less like stressful too if you're like leaving early and you're definitely gonna be there on time that sounds way less stressful yeah
0: yeah so trying to do that and doing those little things that will help my overall anxiety
1: Mm, that's brilliant huge I love it I've also been trying to I saw a tiktok about lowering cortisol levels um, by not drinking coffee before you got something in your stomach ooh so like definitely water and definitely something in your stomach before and that like I didn't do it this morning, but I've been trying to make a consistent effort to try drink more get.
0: water in general has been a huge thing for me yeah. too.
1: Yeah, it really helps. But also making sure that you're, you have enough minerals to absorb the water instead of just like peeing it straight out and you're peeing every 20 minutes. So that's like a whole other thing too. Oh, it's really overwhelming to try to take care of ourselves.
0: It is. It is.
1: I'm going crazy. But okay. <laughs> Last question: What is your to go so, to go to to go to <laughs> go to solution you use to turn things around on the spot? Which I kind of heard you talk about, but
0: yeah, the acceptance thing.
1: Yeah, dude. That's. Absolutely where it's at.
0: It's just like, this is where I'm at. This is what's going on. What are we doing next? And then action. Mm. Yeah. um, I don't find myself getting stuck as much as I used to Mm. because of that, because of acceptance and realizing, oh, this is what's going on. This is what I got to deal with. It may suck a lot, but how are we going to get through this? Because I've made it so a couple options are off the table. Uh, Using, you know, substances, drinking, whatever. Not an option for me. I mean, it is, but...
1: Not something you're willing to consider.
0: Not something I'm willing to consider. Another thing. I haven't thought about this in a long time, which is good. Suicide not an option. Mm. Um. It is, but it's not. Another, you know, I'm not in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, or completely quitting and saying. Screw it, I'm done. One thing that I've thought of and I haven't thought about it in a while, but I was thinking about it for quite some time, and I had conversations with friends about it, was I thought about just up and moving, Hmm. relocating.
1: It's always a nice thought, a nice idea.
0: Yeah, and just be like...
1: Bye. Bye, (laughs)
0: yeah. Selling my house. And that's another thing. It's like I own this house while I owe money on it, obviously, but the housing market's so ridiculous. I could sell it and make a ton of money and then be like, go rent a place in like a super night, like rent a bougie ass place in like a big city for like a year until I run out of money.
1: Amazing.
0: And I thought about that. I'm like, part of me is like, why aren't you doing that? You have nothing holding you back. But at the same time, I built like a foundation here and I built like a group of friends Um, within recovery, within comedy, and I like my house. My cat likes my house. Mm -hmm. She would... Yeah, she
1: makes the calls. I don't know if you're aware, but she's in charge. I am
0: very aware (laughs) that she... I just live here.
1: Yes, in her house.
0: Yeah, and pay all the bills.
1: Yes, as you should.
0: Yeah. As you should. Yeah, she's a very... Traditional woman. (laughs) She's very nineteen fifties. Just, uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah, she runs the show. She keeps this family together. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) The ties that bind. Yeah. Well, that was brilliant. I absolutely enjoyed interviewing you. Do you have anything else to add before we end this episode?
0: Um. I'm glad that it appears that everything was recorded yeah, fingers and crossed. documented. If
1: not, you, I don't.
0: If nah. not, there's no episode 50.
1: <laughs> We're just going straight to 51.
0: <laughs> We're skipping. It's like skipping a floor on a hotel, like, yes. cause it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're just not going to call it. Mm-mm. Um, Yeah. No. Nope. But I appreciate you doing this Liz, pretty last minute. And
1: uh, it was my pleasure.
0: Yeah, cuz you were a part of this when it first started. So is there anything you want to add about like what's changed or what you think has like um gotten better about the podcast or, you know, remembering when it first started?
1: Yeah, no. It was um I just love. I just love that you do this and I love that you have this and I love that the people, the listeners have this um, it's it's still a subject that is you know taboo, and um, you're really doing your part in getting it out there, and more conversation started about it, and I absolutely love that as far as you go, um, I can definitely see. Uh, a boost in your confidence as it was before. Um, I can see your your goals, and um, they're very they're very clear. And um, and I think you're gonna freaking go places, dude. With the if you stick with us, I can see I can see huge things for you in this. And I'm just really glad you're doing it. And we're lucky to have you.
0: Me too. I. Wasn't sure for a while. Uh, one last thing, and then we'll wrap up, because I know you got to go. Um, one thing that you have, because you've known me since I got clean. Mm-hmm. So what is one thing, besides the confidence thing, which I've noticed that myself, that you have seen, because you've been able to see me from, like, Basically, day one. I don't know if you were at the first recovery meeting that I ever went to. I can't remember who all was there. I can remember a few faces because um, it was overwhelming. <laughs> um, but you've been able to see me from like the beginning of recovery to now, which is almost, it's over five and a half years, which is insane.
1: That is absolutely insane.
0: So any anything to add there? Yeah. I'm looking for I'm I'm looking for some validation here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um a bunch of things. One of them being like I remember you were just so unsure if this is what you wanted. Like and we all as addicts, we all you know, still want to use. Yeah. Um but I think and you were so young and you're like and I was just like, "Oh, I hope he just sticks with it just long enough yeah and then the whole and then you had the whole mental health too you like got bombarded by both sides or all like five sides of whatever shape you know it's taken you've struggled and you made it just the strength that that in and of itself takes uh, not including everything else uh, going on in your life um it's been it's been relieving to Cause see. Cause you remember when I used point. to come
0: over when um, when I used to come over to the house. Everybody used to. It was like a safe haven that you guys had the house yes. that everyone would just show up to and just be like, "Uh, my yes. life sucks." Yes. Or shit's going down. Yes. Because we could. Because um, there was. Two addicts living there that had been around for a while, and we could just be like, "This is a safe spot for us to go." And that was such an important part of my recovery and just my journey and self growth. Because, like, as there was times I just knew that I could go over there. but I could, it could be last minute. As long as someone who was home, I could go over there. Absolutely. And I was was not the only one that did that. No. There was multiple people.
1: Yes. The doors were the doors were always open and it not only benefited the people who came over, but definitely the people who lived there. That's all about the community.
0: Yeah, 'cause like there were times that you might have been isolating and like oh, somebody sure. showed up. <laughs> and it was for like, sure you ruined my isolation yes I'm god glad, damn it but, but i'm glad oh, you did yeah
1: but thank you yeah because it made my night so much better yeah no yeah.
0: well again i thank you i appreciate it
1: all right well thank you so much
0: no problem
1: until next time
0: until next time